afgode wat misschien niemand jou gehelp het om eerst te bepaal, dat het de afgod geword het in jou leven. En so met dit gaan ons aan, en ek vraag vader sy sien oor sy woord, en ek glo die hele plek is open harte vir oogend, vir dit wat vader vir oogend wil doen, in ons harte. We can talk about known idols, fully revealed, there's no vagueness about it, and you have to deal with it. But you talk about subtle, elusive idols that sometimes people have to speak, and it becomes revelation to you, and you say, what? I hear what you say. Because I love the Lord, and I will serve no foreign gods, I also don't want an idol in my life. I don't want an idol who decides what I must do and where I must go. Ek soek nie een subtiele afgod in my leven, wat bepaal die koers en die keeses wat ek maak. Al klink hulle hoerig, wil ek nog steeds he, God sal die een wees en sy stem, wat my my keeses sal laat maak. Ons is opgewonde hier oor, maar is een baie versichtige, woord om te deel. Ons het laas week bykie gedeel, en ek gaan nie daar aan aanraak weer, van die skrifte gaan ek, want dis een twee deel, van Psalm 106, vir julle wat nie was, vers 34 tot 39 gaan lees dit, wat sê, julle het so met die nasies gemeng, en ek het toe gesê, dit is nie een nasie van, dis een Soetu, of een English, of Afrikaans, of dat, dat, ons meng met die wereld so, dat ons naderhand so afvryf, dat ons nie besef, dat ons die levenspatrone en die weese, weese, die maniere begin aanleer van die wereld. En ons begin dit so uitleef, dat ons ons keeses maak, en ons besluiten maak, volgens die invloed wat die wereld naderhand ons gegeet. Ons maak ons besluite oor ons kinders, ons toekomst, ons geld, ons vriende, ons doen alles volgens the ways of the world that rubbed off in, the, in that word says, eventually you started to serve the idols of the other nations. And that equals trouble. Maak het sin. As jy weer kyk, is dit trouble. To serve the idols of this world. And you can put the picture up of the, of, the, of the cow. In the old days, in the Bible days, the guys built a golden calf. And we spoke last week on the idols and we said, what idols do we have today? You have two or three, you have blatant evil idols that you worship, meaning you listen to. Then you have subtle idols that are not right or wrong in their essence. Money is not good or bad. The love of money is the root of all evil. And the Bible says you cannot serve God and mammon. And so money can become an idol if that's the one that decides all your choices in your life. But money is not good or bad. It's what man makes with it. So to say, uh, to get rid of the idol of mammon, I have, to na- I have to become poor. No, 
I have to just allow God to tell me if I love mammon more than God. If I serve mammon more than God. And I can't decide that for Rian, yeah? I can't say, no, I know he's serving mammon more than God. What a cheek. Because I don't live in his skin. But you have to know. I was thinking about it, and you know this congregation, we never beg for finances and stuff. But one of the ways, if you've always got finances for everything else, but not the kingdom of God, just check who you're serving. If your hand is always closed for something else in God's kingdom, but always open for yourself, you might just have a problem. Mark it sin. I'm serious. It's interesting. That's why God says, bring the first fruits and honor me. Bring. It's interesting that your children, and that touched people last week, where I said, your children can become an idol in your life. But God doesn't want you to love your children less. Because look, you can't love money, am I right? So you've got to make distinctions with idols. You can't love money, but you, you can't hate it either because it's just a neutral thing. It doesn't help I hate this monkey. Because there's nothing, it's not going to do nothing to the monkey. He doesn't say you must hate mammon. Mammon, yes, but not money itself. It's that spirit of but I can't hate my children if they've become my idol because I must love my wife and love my kids. And I said last week is you have to love God more because he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart and then love your neighbor as yourself. And your neighbor is Plesion, the one near. And your first neighbor is your wife and then it's your kids and then it's your family of God. Then it's the people outside there. That's your neighbor. Love your neighbor, but love God first with all your heart, soul, and strength. And so that was such an encouragement for people that said, if my child has become an idol or my children have become an idol, <clears throat> don't make all your decisions around your kids. Make your decisions around God's voice. Because your children will manipulate you. Eventually, your children will not let you move to the left or to the right. And the day that your children are not listed, that you go out, they, they say, we'll scream and cry and, and you'll stay. Then you have to stay. Guess who's the boss? God didn't plan it like that. You don't build any security with the children who manipulate the parents. It doesn't work. And that does got nothing to do with loving less. If you have a good culture, make sure the kingdom culture is higher because your culture cannot be the idol of which you make your decisions. Mark it in. Your culture will fail you. Because God says, Go. To all the nations. And where I was yesterday with Kareen and where I was Tuesday in this hall with the marriage is two totally, totally, totally different cultures. And not one was worse than the other because both were seeking God. Does it make sense? Both were seeking the Lord. Yeah, we had wraps and we had cakes. There we had brown bread and butter and tea. Because that's all the people could afford. But it was the same spirit. And so God says, don't make your idol, culture your idol. Because then I'm blo blocked. I can't send you. You will stop short of where I want you to go. If your culture has become your idol. I, he didn't say, hate your culture. 
can love who you are. Love who you've grown up. Love who you are. But don't let that be your idol. Because it's going to fail you. Does that make sense? Success, fame, approval. There's so many things. Approval is a beautiful thing. It's nice to have favor. But don't make approval your idol. Want dan gaan jy jou hele leven inrig, laat jy net approval het. In plekke waar jy nie approval het, sal jy dodge. So don't make approval the idol. In other words, what is an idol, pastor? What are you speaking about today? Simple explanation of idol. Is someone or something, either that I'll bow down to or worship, or that I will be led with and that I listen to, more than the living God. And so there's idols, fear can be an idol in your life. You'll allow fear to grow, it will be an idol. But let's start again what we did last week. In the book of Exodus, and uh, let's start with Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20 verse 1 to 6, we all know it well. It's with the Ten Commandments. It says, God spoke these words, I'm the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. Do not have other gods beside me. He says, I brought you out. Do not have other gods beside me. God is a jealous God. He says, you can't serve other gods and him. Then he goes to the second commandment, which is very interesting. Van die tweede, die tweede beveel van God is so na by die eerste een, maar hy het een verskil. Die eerste een sê, geen ander goede behalwe ek. Die tweede een sê hy, do not make an idol for yourself, whether in the shape of anything in the heavens above, or the earth below, or the waters under the earth. You must not bow down or worship them. Don't bow down. You see, if I constantly listen to a different voice, you will think I'm not worshiping it, but you're bowing down to that voice. But I can't decide that because I don't live in your skin. You can't bow down to that voice. The voice you bow down to constantly will be finally the one that will rule you. And God is encouraging us that he will rule his people. That we can go back to the plan of God where God has the privilege to rule his people. Through leaders and all these things. But God will rule his people. And not fear and other things. Rule me. Because guess where it's going to take you? Satan has only got one path for you. And that is to destroy you. If it's fear, if it's whatever, he'll use it to destroy you. And so we saw another verse out of the New Testament, which was very, very powerful. And this is New Testament. Because people say, yeah, my Old Testament, yes, Jesus did deal with it completely on the cross. He's paid the price. He's had a complete work. In other words, you and me don't have to be under slavery of any idol. It's dealt with. We have been given freedom. But you have to understand it and live and move into it. That's our choice. And so the next verse was very good last week. And please listen to it if you weren't. Yeah, 1 John 5 verse 21, he speaks about beloved and the children of God. And he says, young men, fathers and sons and babies in the Lord. And he talks about that, the beloved disciple of God, talks about all of the beautiful parts of the Lord. And he ends the last verse of the book of 1 John. He says, little children, guard yourselves from idols. 
If idols did not exist after you were born again, he would not have put God yourself from an idol. As afgode nie bestaan het na wedergeboorte, sou hy dit nie ingeskryf het nie. Wat sê, waak teen afgode. Want dis jou kese om dit te vat. En nog steeds aan een stem te hoor, al is jy uitslavernij. Toe God die tien geboeie skryf, was die mense uit Egypte uitslavernij, hulle was onder geen verplichting van slavernij, maar nog steeds kom God en sê, jylle moet nie aan een goede dien. Dis interessant, hulle was vry. And so God saying the same message to his church today. And so please, if I say something and it's confrontational, I'm a pastor, I don't like to confront, but I, I want to share the truth first. So if it confronts you, my apologies. But may the confrontation set you free. Because the confrontation will be the truth. Because this will be from the word of God. I said last week, John Calvin, Calvin said, a man's nature, so to speak, is a perpetual factory of idols. John Calvin said, in your mind, it's one of the things of man, he'll build idols. It's something you'll deal with until Jesus comes, is to make sure you guard yourself, guard yourself, little ones, from idols. And so we spoke last week about subtle idols, and we're not going to be long today. And we spoke about children and all the easy things. And so I'd like to just share a little bit of a, a twist today. We're not speaking about sex, drugs, rock and roll, alcohol, all of these things. We did that last week. But this, today we're going to go a little bit about subtle underground idols. Will you put that next verse? I think it's Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12 verse 14 to 15 says a very interesting thing. It says, pursue peace with everyone and holiness. Without it, no one will see the Lord. Make sure that no one falls short of the grace of God. And that no, what? Root of bitterness springs up, causing trouble and by it defiling many. Root of bitterness causes trouble and defiles many. You see, the fruit is not bitterness. The fruit you will show when I speak to you, even if it's Christian things, you will show fruit of anger, frustration. You'll show, you'll have different fruit, but the root is bitterness. And somewhere you took it and you allowed yourself to become bitter, and eventually you cannot, you can't care what you eat, when you wortel is bitterheid. En dan kan, kan ek met vertrouwen sê, jy, jy toegelaat dat een subtiele idol vorm in jou leven, en dis bitterheid. En daarmee besoedel jy baie mense. Geen afgod sal ander mense stig en bou. Een afgod sal mense breek. Een afgod sal ander uithou die volheid wat God hulle wil graag inbring. Vir jouself ook. So he says, be careful for the root, you can just show the picture of the tree. And then we'll go back. Just a little picture of fruit and a tree with a root. And so this morning I want to use the illustration. I will a thing say, I can it three, four weeks back. And I will go go net vra that Karin for and to so come. And I will net the illustration gebruik 
wat met my gebeur het, en dan ga ik in naar die punt toe wat ik wil vandaag sê. Ik was in Zambia en ik het een buitenlandse prediker gehad. Een gastspreker van een eerste wereldland. En hier is gastspreker het gekom en hy het sy sessie gedoen. En hy het baie nice dingetjes gesê. Hy het nogal een nice woord oor gerechtigheid gepraat. Ek is by Heere in hemelse plekke en ek is boe. En die, al, nice, skrifies wat ons allemaal ken. Maar toen ons teruggaan na die sitkamer toe, hij is 48 jaar in die bediening. 48 jaar in die bediening. Hy het sy meestersgraad in die Brees en Gries, hy is vernieuwing, hy is nie samsnaakse geloof nie. Hy het sendingwerk en bedien van in Amerika tot in Afrika. En ek sit, ek is een jong ou, ek is 10 jaar of meer sy junior. En toe ons klaar is en ons sit in die sitkamerkie waar, ons, waar hy klaar bedien het, dis letterlijk 10 minuten toe hy klaar bedien het, toe sê hy vir my, Dit voel alsof God mij verlaat het. Ek wil amper van my stoel afval. Hy sê, die Heer is ver van my. My leven val uit mekaar uit. Ek sê, Askies. Hy sê, nou. Hy sê, ek lei aan sulke depressie. Hy sê, en my hewelik is bezig om my uit mekaar uit te val. Dis alsof God glad nie met my is nie. En ek kry nie die klaukie by die oor uit nie, maar hy het nou net bedien. En hy het nie vals bedien nie. En hy is nie nie wedergebore nie. Wat is fout? En hy sê my van hoe down hy is en hoe terrible sy leven is. En ek sê vir hom, my broer, nou moet ek op my, hoe sê hulle, jy moet op jou voete dink. En ek, en ek sê, heilige geest, help my. Wat hierdie ook in al die woorde, en as jy jawe sê, of sikke goed, Da, dan betekent het hierdie kant soen toe en dit betekent, en hy verduidelik my al die goed. Re, rechtig. Mooi goed wat ek nie geweet het nie. Ek staan so, ek sê, jy moet net nie vir my vraag, ek moet iets vir jou verduidelik. <coughs> maar hy die selfde mond, sê hy, God has left me. En ek kon met my eenvoudige dingetjies wat ons al die jare geleer het, kon ek sê, Your depression and the things is fruit, my brother. But I want to know what's the root. I said, this is not a spiritual problem. This is a problem in your soul. In your mind, your will, and your emotions. There's a root problem. Why and where did this start? Talk to me, my boot. Nou sit ek by een ete, en is klompasters van ander lande, en ons eet, en ek het hierdie zoon met hierdie man, en ek en hy het <coughs> letterlik 10 minuten om saam te gesels. En hy is raads, jy praat nie nonsens nie. En toe ek om sê, don't tell me about your fruit. God is far. I'm depressed. I'm left. I'm lonely. Nothing works. I said, that's fruit. What's the root? Vat ek nou kans. And he says, I want you to catch this. Hy is 48 jaar in die bediening. Nie jaar oud nie. 
And they say, when I was, when I was eight, my brother was two. And my brother died in front of me. Six big hardboard, six groot planken, het op my boetie geval, wat twee jaar oud was. En ek het gehardloop, en ek het probeer hy planken optel. En ek sien hoe sterf hy, en ek kon hom nie help. Toe hardloop ek kamer toe, en toe bid ek dat Jezus om sal red. En hy het nie geleef nie. Hoekom sê die ou, dit vir my? Weet jy hoekom? Want dit was die wortel, van sy verlies, waarmee hy leef, jaar in en jaar uit. In sy emoties, in sy denken, en in sy wil, ervaar hy constant verlies. En hy kon nooit, die werking van die Heere, so volkome werking, kry in sy siel in. Die woord praat, mag dit met jou siel goed gaan. Hy het dit gekry in sy hart, wedergebore, maar hy het nooit doorgebreek, met die ander area. Ek sê toe vir hom, ons het nie tyd nie, en ek begin een ding vir hom verduidelik, en ek sê vir hom, wanneer ons nie weet, hoe om met die verlies te deel, die teleerstelling te deel, want verlies en teleerstelling, gemeente, is deel van ons leven, jy gaan nie wegkom daarvan, jy sê kreg, it happens man, life's happening, but as a Christian, we've got a wonderful privilege of serving the person of God, Jesus, the lover of our soul, who wants to bring healing. And so what happens is, at eight years old, op acht jaar oud, het hierdie gebeur, en hierdie was a groot teleerstelling en verlies, wat soos a, nou wil ek jou nie seer maak nie, maar dit was a las op hom. Hy sê, depressie. Ek sê, 50 iets jaar van las, wat nooit gedeel is. En toe word hy groot, en gaan hier na bybelskool toe, en daar kan iets verkeerd las. En toe werk hy vir een aanhou, en hy sit vast met die baas, en hy loop, hy voel hem as lukking, las. En naderhand is die laste net meer, en sy kry amper nou massage, En daar kom hierdie een las, na die ander las, na die ander las. Thank you. Can you take it? Thanks. You see my friends, wanneer die laste soveel word, dan kom die kraak, en dan kom die kraak in die hevelik. En dan sê die ou, my vrou wil my los. Sy wil nie meer met my leef nie. Want ek wil nie, ek, ek, is, so, ek is so ongelukkig. Maar hy preek laat die spoeg spoed. Is hy skynheilig? Nee, is al wat ek ken. Sy lief vir die heren, ja. Toe sê ek, ok, kan jy na my kom na die gasthuis, toe die span weg is, en ek bly achter in die gasthuis, net ek en hy alleen, toe kon ek hom bedien, laat hy saam met my bid. Met vrees en beven, want ek sê vir hom, as jy glad nie wil bid achter my, nie is dit recht, jy stop enige plek as jy nie saam stem. Want ek het nie recht oor sy gees of stil nie, ek het een voorrecht om hom te lei. Dis my senior. En hy heil, Maar ek kon vir hom sê, toe ek een tiener was, en ek huis toe kom op my motorfietsie, en ek gaan in die gang af, en ek sê, mom, mom, where you, how's it? En my ma le dood in die gang, my ma. En ek het ook mond tot mond gedoen, en ek het my beste gedoen om haar te herstel, 
En dit het niet gewerkt nie. Sy was blauw en sy het so gegorrel die longe. En ik kyk op naar die ceiling en ik skree en ek sê, Lord, you are the resurrection and the life. Ek is a tiener, jong man. I said, will you rise up from the dead, please? She said, it's not the time. Young lady, black hair, strong. But she's gone. What a loss for a young man. En de dag na die begrafenis toe gaan my pa, my pa na die rehab toe. En daar begin hierdie jongman sy leven met hierdie las. Nee pa en een ma wat oorlede is. En Heere sê, laat ek jou siel aanraak. Sal jy saam met my deurwerk, laat ek jou siel kan weer herstel. Nie my gees, my siel. Maak het sin. En toe begin die Heere vir my sê, dat daar die las, Hier is een baie belangrike ding. Daarie verlies het die stem geword wat hierdie broer geleid het meer as die stem van die Heere. Want net voor, jy moet hierdie ding vang, net voor die potentiaal van weer een meidje los, het hy onttrek en hy skuif na een plek toe. Onttrek, skuif na een bediening toe. Kyk terug en sê, al wat ek doen is ek misluk, maar het eindelijk verlies gedodge omdat die stem harder gepraat het, as die stem van die Heere. We can't, ons kan nie verlies keer, van jylle ken ons verhalen, ek ken van jylle levens, daar had Albert gesê, dankie, ek sit met die hartseer mense, en ek juig met die happy mense, en ons gaan dier verlies, en elke keer moet ek net sit by die vader, en ek moet sê, vader, ek gaan nie toelaat, dat verlies, en teleerstellinge afgod word, wat my gaan regeer. Ek wil hee, jy moet my regeer, Heere. Ek wil hee, jy moet my guide, not my loss. Ons het geen waarborg oor moore nie, oor nog een verlies. Maar ons het een waarborg, as ons het vat na die Heere toe. En dis nie tjoefjaf, dis voorbij. Dit is, ek, ek hou weg, dat dit een afgod word. Hoor my mooi, die verlies, en die seer van die verlies, gaan nie weg nie maar dat is een keer dat het een afgod word. Ek sien twee mense waar diezelfde verlies in die leven doorgaan. Die een breek door en die ander praat die verlies in en oor en oor en oor en oor. Why? Because I've allowed that loss to become the voice that guides me. Because I never worked it through with God. And that was my problem. I said, look, just bury it and carry on. I'm a guy, I've had lots of losses, I try and act tough, but we just move on. Really? When God wants you to have a soft heart, to be filled with the fruit of the Holy Spirit, to have love and joy and peace, kindness to people, you can't fake that stuff. If you've not dealt with it, other stuff comes out. So is die werk volkome op die kruis verseker, maar my siel word constant in heiligmaking verander, en die Heere sê vandag, Ek wil hee, dat jou verlies nie jou baas sal wees, maar dat ek jou koning sal wees. Maak het sin? Jesus, kijk in. Look what happens if you don't deal with it. Ezekiel, the next verse. Ezekiel 14 verse 4, it says, Therefore speak, it says, Therefore speak and tell them, This is what the Lord God says. 
It's a very powerful scripture. When anyone from Israel sets up idols in his heart. Idols in his heart. He puts a sinful stumbling block before his face. Then comes to the prophet. I, Yahweh, will answer him appropriately. I will answer him according to his many idols. I say, as you know that it's honest, your afgod word, shall I your answer volgens your afgod. Maar die vrug op jou leven sal wees, mense sal nie om jou wil wees nie. Jy gaan frustreerd en irriteerd wees met allemaal. Jy gaan mense dodge, jy gaan dit doen, dat doen. En dat is nie die selfde vrug, dan moet ek, nie ek, moet jy jouself vraag. Is hierdie vrug op my leven weens enige iets wat ek een stem en een recht gegee het in my leven boe God? Want hierdie praat die hardste nou met my. Is dit recht? Jy sien, jylle ken ek en Kreen, ek sal nooit hier staan en sê, jy moet nie, jy moet nie, jy moet nie, jy moet, jy moet, jy moet, jy moet, jy moet, jy moet. Al wat ek jy vraag is, is jy oop vir heilige gees. Toe ek, toe die Heer my leven omkeer, nou, nou, hier gaat ek nou op baie dangerous water, omdat dit is nie een moet en een moenie, want as jy iets doen wat ek gedoen het, gaan dit nie vir jou werk nie, as ek krijg. Don't do what I do, do what the Lord tells you. But when I, when the Lord changed my life in Harry Smith, and we had our first visit to the pastor, we were standing in the kitchen, and I was talking to the pastor's wife, Kareem was talking to the pastor. And I looked at the pastor's wife, and I said, that's a waar getuinis, I said, that's twee goed, wat ek nie sal ophou doen nie. Ek sal nie ophou dans, so sokkie, en ek sal nie ophou bier drink nie. Ek sê sommer rechheid van, voor sy iets sê, Want as ek verkeerd daarmee nie. En ek het signwriting gedoen, gloed het of nie, ek het borde ge... Die ou manier, nie print, verf. Skryf om uit met die potlood, en ek het geskryf vir borde vir fabrieke en goed. <coughs> het was additionele inkomste. En ek werk in my garage, en ek... Daie tyd was dampies, dampies. En ek werk in die garage, en ek verf, hier staan sy oud lekker doors nie. En ek sê vir Karin... Dal, bring my dampie. Sy, bring my dampie. Sy, dood, ware getuinis, nie. Moe nie nou, dat jou haar is so staan, nie. Ontspan, is my getuinis. Is nie jou nie. I'm not in the right and wrong thing. I'm in what God says. And I take the first sip and, toe sê ek, toe werk ek, was nie nabij enig iets van die bediening en getuinisse en al die ander goed nie. En ek proe en ek roep Karin van die garage af om na die huis. Ek sê, Engel, iets fout, hierdie bier is frot. Sê, frot bier. <laughs> bring aan een, sê, bring aan een. Toe sê die tweede een bring en ek drink om. Sê die heren vir my, it's over. In my geest, sê die heren, it's over. En ek vat nou, hou jou stoel vast. En ek vat die nieuwe bottle, Shivers Regal. Julle weet wat het is. Ek maak hem oop en ek gooi hem by die drein af, maar ek het amper so stuifrekkings gehad oor die waarde van wat ek afgooi in die drein. And God just said to me, for you, it's finished. You know why? Because that's the idol that destroyed my dad. That's the idol that took my son to an alcohol rehab. That's the idol that was on its way to destroy me. 
You understand? And that voice would have spoken stronger. I would build my life and I'll mix with people where I can't go without it. I'll always make sure that that I've got my own freedom, how I mix my life. I won't move and go anywhere where I'm not in control because that must be part of my life. If that's a must be part of my life, be careful. You must let God speak to you. The must be part of my life can become dangerous. And that's just my example. And I don't judge anybody. I don't. It's choices. But if that's a voice that speaks stronger than God, you get good things that become idols. You get innocent things that can become an idol in your life. And it will block the fullness that God has for you. He says, I'll answer you according to the idols of your heart. And so for the last few minutes, we're going to do an exercise this morning. This is what I prayed about. And the Lord said, this is what we have to do. And so I'm going to try and do a corporate exercise. You see, that was another testimony I've just shared. This morning we're talking about the idol of disappointment and loss. How do you deal with an idol of loss? Pastor, practically, how can I deal with it? Who? Practice. Ek weet ek moet met dit deel, maar prakties hoe? En ek gaan uit die getuienis. Die broer wat ek bedien het in Zambia, dit was 55 jaar terug of iets. Meer. 58 jaar terug wat dit met hom gebeur het. Dit het my jare gevat voor ek met my verlies kon deel van my ma. Onthou jou verlies is vir jou baie reel. My sien bel my. My oudste sien. Wat baie hard was. En al hier goed, hy bel ons gister en hulle is in trane. Een van hulle katte is dood. Nou kan ek gaan. <laughs> Because ek het nie katte nie. Maar vir hom is die verlies so reel. So ongeacht die diepte van die verlies, is daar een manier hoe jy die verlies kan hanteer, as christen. En papa God is nie net daar, om vir jou te sê, gaan soen toe, gaan soen toe. Hy is ook daar, dat jy kan sit by sy voete, en jou hart oopmaak, en jou verlies deel. Dat jy hom kan innooi, hoor my mooi, dat jy hom kan innooi, na die diepste plekke van jou siel, jou emoties, jou denke, in jou wil, dat jy vir die Heere kan vraag, Vader, ek wil u innooi vandag, in daar die plekke, in die diepte van my moesies, waar my verlies plaasgevind het. Do you understand? Diezelfde werk, diezelfde kracht van die kruis, maar hy wil dit kom, en dit aanraak. Anders te sluit ek my moesies af, en ek dien net die Heere uit skrifies, en sing, en ek dans, en ek doen hierdie goed. Maar dit is nie waar die Heere wil stop. Die Heere wil kom in hy plek in. And so I want to touch you. Want hy bring die geneesing, of hy bring die rechte verwerking van die verlies, wat ek en jy nodig het. En so, die, ons gaan drie skrifies deel, en dan gaan ons bid. En ons gaan na drie skrifies bid. Dis al wat ek gaan doen. Jy kan het by die huis gaan vat, jy kan die skrifies neerskryf, en ek gebruik het uit die getuienisse van my eie leven, en my getuienisse van 
hierdie man, wat sy woord was, Heere, is ver van my, het my verlaat. En dit was die wortel, van die verlies, die, hoe kan ek sê, gaan nou probeer mooi Afrikaans praat, die kwaad van daar die verlies, was in alleen, wat sê, God het my daai tyd verlaat. Toe ek God nodig het, en ek het om aangeroep, het hy my verlaat. Maak het sin. En daarom sal ek om dien, ek sal om eer, maar ek weet, hy verlaat my in kwaai moeilike tye, hy is nie met my nie. That's the lie, in het los. And it kept him for 50 something years from breaking through masses. God says, I wasn't away. To dit gebeur het, to die vriend van my, ervaar sy ouders was kwaad vir hom, en hulle het hom verwerp, omdat hy nie sy boete gehelp het nie. Man, sy ouders het geween oor hulle toddler wat oorlede was. Sy, hulle, sy ouders kon hom nie troos nie. En toe hier sit een achtjarige seenkie wat voel is sy skuld, en hy voel hy is verwerp dier sy ouders, en hy word nie vertroos nie. En so mondeer hy sy leven vir die toekomst. God is far from me. But I'll serve him, because he's God. My friends, this morning I want to say to you, God is not far from you. Andrea, God is not far from you. He's with you. And if you say, God, come into those areas and touch me, then God will come in. Invite him. So let's start with the first scripture. We're going to come back to it. Psalm 34, verse 18. It says, the Lord is near the brokenhearted. He saves those crushed in spirit. He's near the brokenhearted. And he saves those that are crushed in spirit. And so this morning in that part of your life, whatever your loss is, it doesn't matter what it is. If that loss in telling to say, Father, I invite you in because I know you are close. I ask you to come right into that area of my loss, Lord. Right in. To that very place that I started to believe a lie that you're not with me in this. That you've left me. The next verse, we're going to come back to them. Sjylle rustig. Die oond, it's okay, it's only brandy boat. Psalm 3 verse 3. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory. And you are the one who lifts my head. You see, if you believe God is far, then you'll ask something else to lift your head. You're going to ask someone else to lift your head again. Because God can't lift my head because he's far. I'm crushed, I'm broken, and God's far. He's not. He's with you. And he will lift your head. And when God lifts your head, it's not an idol lifting your head telling you to carry on, but it's God. And then it will have real fruit even through the time of mourning and pain. We're not asking, this is not so that you can row finach and kry klaar. Here is that Jesus sal row dat die verlies nooit te ijdel sal word, maar dat vader jou troos. Baie van ons wat hier sit volgend, het mense al in ons leven verloor. Kinders, ouders, broers, vriende. En vanochtend wil die Heere sê, sal jy my innooi in die diepste plekke, dat ek kan genees.
want to heal your soul. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall lack nothing. He makes me lie down. Amen. And so the last verse is one of the most beautiful. And I asked Afrikaans. I think it's Afrikaans. Let's put it on. This in Afrikaans. Overtalen. 1 Samuel 1 verse 15. I just love this verse. I love this verse. It's with Hannah and the, and the, and the prophet that came to her. That's Samuel's mom. To come to prophet of the priester. And maar Hannah antwoord en sê, Nee my Heer, ek is a vrou beswaard in my gemoed. Yes, kijk hierdie mooi vers. Julle moet hierdie vat en om neerskryf. Ek is een vrou beswaard in my gemoed. Wijn en sterk drank het ek nie gedrink nie. Maar ek het my siel voor die aangezicht van die Heere uitgestoord. Lord, it's not, my master, I'm not drunk. You hear me groaning. But what I'm busy doing is I'm pouring my soul out to my God about my issue. I'm pouring my soul out to God. And so this morning we're going to do a very private exercise, my friend. For the next few minutes, we can take five or ten minutes. I'd like us just to be very, very quiet. If you put any music on, I want it so soft that we nearly cannot hear it. This morning, just in my own thinking of preparing, because there's so many things. I want to say, if you've made yourself an idol, as jy yourself af God gemaakt het, deel daarmee asjeblief, jy is nie so smart, dat jy af God moet wees nie. Deel daarmee, amen. Ek sê dit in liefde. Moe nie jouself, of jou lichaam, of niks, jou slimgeit, moet dit nie af God maak, dit sal vir jou teleerstel. Jy gaan mense afsit, mense sal nie by jou wil wees. Maak God your God. Amen? Let God be your God. Don't make yourself or anything of you a God. And so this morning, for a few minutes, have you got that on? This morning I want to ask you, don't you want to remember that place of loss and say the following, God, I thank you that you are not, this name is bimaklik, I thank you that you are not far from me and you weren't far from me. He is nie ver van my and he was nie ver van my af nie. And I thank you, Father, that he die in is wat my kop lig in hierdie teleerstelling in hierdie tyd van verlies. En dan wil ek soos Hanna wees, Father, wat na u kom volgen, alles ons in hierdie hele gebouw Apula, soos ek en die man een zoon gehad het, al die pastes het geëet, maar was ek en hy. Mag het jy en God wees, jy en God, mag het my en jy en God wees volgen, nie groot groep. Waar jy sit met die Heere vir paar minute, en wat het is in jou hart, stoort jou siel uit vir God volgend. En praat met hom en sê, Father, this is very important, Father, my loss, I will not allow to become an idol, that will destroy me. 
my loss, I'm going to work through with you, Lord. I give my pain, I give my shame, I give my disappointments. I give the thoughts that I thought it's the wrong time that this trouble should have come. I give it to you and I ask you, Jesus, to lift my head and fill my soul again with your life, Lord. Fill me with your strength, Father. En ons kan na mense toe gaan verhelp, een berader, is fijn. Maar kom ons leer om saam met die Heere goed deur te werk. Amen. Just let's allow the Lord to touch us this morning. So let's start, guys. Just let the Lord bring His healing into that area. Give it to Him. Just give Him that, that, that disappointment and that loss. Just for a few minutes. Let's do five minutes. Full five minutes. Speak to the Lord. If he takes you back to that place where you were a little child or whatever, and just say, God, you were there with me. And I invite you into that place. doesn't take away the pain, but I thank you that you will be my healer. Amen. Let's go for it. Just a few minutes. Dear Father, in ignorance, we left you out and we blamed you for abandoning, abandoning us and leaving us when we were broken and crushed. And we'd never learned to, to hold your hand and walk through our losses with you and have your comfort, the comfort of our Father in heaven. We have heard this morning that you will never leave us or forsake you and you are near the brokenhearted and the crushed in spirit. And so, Lord, I want to pray this morning for my brothers and sisters, each of us with the unique losses in our lives. That loss will never become an idol, Lord. 
that we'll learn through it, we'll grow through it, but that you will always be the voice that guides us through life. That we will not allow bitterness and fear to become the, the guidance of us. And so, Lord, we, some of us felt abandoned when we were in biggest crises of our lives. I thank you that you have not abandoned us. I pray that we can invite you into every place of our painful emotions and that the blood of Jesus will touch those areas of our soul and the healing power of the cross of Jesus Christ will come even into those broken, painful places and you'll set us free, Lord. Every place in our mind that our mind is like scattered and thoughts run wild all the time. Thank you that when we read the word, we'll invite you in and we'll be transformed in the renewing of our mind through your word. But that your word will transform our soul as well, Lord. That we won't read Bible just because it's the stilted thing. But that we'll invite your word into every area of our, our minds and our souls that are painful. And healing will flow. Father, where idols have forced us so that our will bows down to idols' voices and idols' guidance. My prayer, Lord, is that we will hear your voice and that you will guide us because you're with us. You are in us. You will never leave us or forsake us. And so I pray that you will be the one who ministers this word further in our hearts as we sit alone with you. If you, like my friend, Father, that said, I lost my brother when I was small. Jere dat jy ons sal herinner. Waar het hierdie goed begin? Wat so leen geword het. Dat dit vervang kan word met die waarheid. Jere, ons vader in die hemel, ons gee jy al die eer vir oogend. Vir een wonderlijke voorrecht om hier te sit en te sing. I will serve no foreign gods nor any other treasures. Dankie. Spreek verder met ons, bid ons. En mag jy sien op elkeen wees met ons weekse verrichtinge. In Jesus' naam. Amen.